All right, guys, we welcome to Below the Belt Show our second special guest of the evening. You can check her out this season, the second season of Freeform's Cloak and Dagger. It's Cecilia Leal on the line. Como estas, Cecilia? Hi, bien. You <laughs> Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You're on the line with Al Soto. We have Lion Beckwith, Big Nick. Hello. And Vanessa Hi. Meadows, a.k.a. Snorkels in studio. Hey, guys. Y'all have to... some great names. <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia, ah, first of all, you, you are part of the Marvel Universe. How awesome is that, first of all? Oh, it's so awesome. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Super exciting. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing how, first of all, there are so many great television shows under the Marvel banner, and there's so many great yeah. films. We actually were wondering, does Cloak and Dagger, does, does that tie into the entire movie uh, universe as well? Or is it completely I, separate? I, it, I don't think it actually ties in like uh, story-wise, but it supposedly exists in the same world. Um, I have not seen any proof of actual crossover as far as story, but who knows? Now with Disney Plus and all that coming, who knows mm-hmm. what will happen? Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. So first of all, you had uh, you did a great job. We watched a few of your episodes mm-hmm. in season two. Awesome. Looks like you have a nice little, uh, how many episode arc? About four episode arc? Five episodes. Nice. Total. Yes. Well, let, first off, you are gorgeous, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Muy bonita. Thank you. Muy hermosa. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, um, in addition to that line, of course, uh, you're also a great actress. And your Thank you. character Thank you. of Michaela um, yeah. is in a support group for uh, women that have been the victim of domestic abuse. Yeah. Um, how does that character relate to you? Uh, have you taken any of anyone close to you's uh, maybe personal experience, maybe your personal experience that have uh, come yeah. into this character? I um I've done I not none, none of my personal experience, but um I did a little bit of research um and talked to some people that are close to me, but uh, that was like the extent of that. Um, I didn't want to do too much. Um, you know, I didn't want to be, you know, too uh, on top of people as far as, like, a pers- respecting levels of privacy. But mm-hmm. um, but I did get a sense of um, what a handful of real people experience was like, along with my own research, psychological research, but also research on the grander scheme of uh, sex trafficking in the U.S. and all that kind mm-hmm. of violence as well. Wow. So, um, yeah, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly uh, an important issue for sure. But, you know, important to know also that I didn't have, I, I was dealing with information as they came because I didn't have, I didn't know what was happening to Michaela. I knew, I knew episode by episode. So mm-hmm. I had like a small window per episode to research and do homework. Hmm. Did that Crazy. research include How, watching, so watching uh, season one and trying to catch up? I guess, yeah, on the definitely. Show. That was as soon as I booked it. That was the first thing I did. Mm, Go nice. back and watch, like especially the first half of the season. What? A, it's, it's a great show. It I is know, a great it, show. Yeah. it's really well written. The soundtrack. The music is awesome. Like I, I know, like, I know. That's like one thing that super sticks out, right? Oh my it's gosh, so I've good. I've downloaded like three songs. And mind, keep in mind 
that I yeah. have definitely started watching the show because of you, because Aww. because you were on the show. Oh, um, and sweet. but but listen, the music is great. I've downloaded like three songs so far. I mean, I'm not going to say that I paid for it. Um, <laughs> um, but moving on. It's but you okay. did such a great job. So good job. So. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so how was the audition process uh, mm-hmm. for you landing the role of uh, Michaela? Uh, it was a really great process. My, the initial audition was a standard um, in-person audition with the casting director, Megan nice. Lewis, who is incredible. Um, and then the callback was sort of like a callback slash chemistry read. So it was with Olivia, um, who plays Tandy on the show. And yes. um, it was with her and then the showrunner, uh, Joe Pekowski. Um, and that was a great process. I mean, like, super open environment, really, really laid back, made me feel really comfortable. I did it once. He gave me some great feedback. We did it again. I felt really good about it, but sort of, like, whatever, safely tried to uh, protect myself by telling myself I wasn't going to get it. So I mm. left and sort of kissed it goodbye, and then a week later I got the call. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? First and foremost, congratulations! I'm, I I am happy that you, you that you that you got it, and I, I hope Thank this you. is really just the the beginning for you. But let me tell you, isn't that the worst? The wait, I so just to let you know, I I am in the uh, Wonder Woman two movie. I'm a principal role in that, and it amazing. Thank you, and it came down. They, they, I did the call back and everything, and they hit me mm-hmm. up a week later and said, it's between you and another guy. Oh, my God. And oh, I man. wish, <laughs> I wish they <laughs> never said anything. Cause they right. Dro- like, just don't tell me and wait the next week. Like, right. I and I, I, I wanted to know the guy's name. I wanted to stalk oh, him. Yeah. I wanted to, like, <laughs> like, like. Break, break his who, legs. Right. Like, <laughs> put a hit out on him. Like the same thing to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my. I know. When I'm sitting in a callback room, I'm, like, looking around. I'm, like, who do I know in this room? Oh my gosh, it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. It is because you're a New Orleans-based act- actress, yes? Yes. So I'm you, in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. So do you see a lot of the same actresses in the room when you yes. go? Ah, oh, I see. Yeah. We all know each other. All the casting directors know us. We know them. It's super tight, mm-hmm. and nice. it's good that way. That's like the big pro to working out of down here is that like you develop personal relationships with people and it's sort of like less competitive because it's like everyone's really nurturing and supportive of each other. It's true. So yeah. that's great. It's the, it's the same way here. We're, we're is, in a, yeah. we're in a DMV, which stands for DC, Maryland, Virginia. And it's the same way. Oh we, God. yeah, we, we say we, it's the same way. Like yeah. I'll, I'll go into I audition room yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm like really like, if I don't get it, of course I hope that I get it first, but if I don't get it, right. I'm really rooting for like people in the room or one of my friends, yeah. right? Yeah. Like to get it. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You, are you awesome. are you friends with uh, Trina Lafarge, your co-star on uh, Five Feet Apart? Yeah. We actually we actually oh, interviewed Trina on our show. I know. So I, I saw that. that. It's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we met on that. So I actually didn't know her previous to that. We had, like, mutual friends, which is usually how that goes here. If you don't know the person, odds are you know five people in between. Yeah. But, um we met at the callback, which we actually did together, which was crazy. We had we met literally right before walking into the callback. Oh wow! And then we had the callback, and they I guess left us together, so we both booked it. Wow! How did you like your experience working on that film? Um, oh, it was awesome! It was awesome! It was such a great group of people, um, just like really working their butts off on a low budget indie movie that had like a lot of heart, and it paid off because it's 
it did so well at the box office for being such an it indie. Did. It's really a true indie. So, it, it, um, so it's labeled a yeah. true indie, even though it had some very big names in the film. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's a uh, CBS Films, which is all, also gone now. But um, it it was like low budget. I think the budget was like seven million, um, which is very low mm-hmm. for it. For a big name movie like that. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. You well, you're clearly not from the DMV because uh, <laughs> our, our low budget is like uh, <laughs> what you got? Fifty, 50 bucks? You got <laughs> you got five on it? What you what is that? For, a, for an A-list movie that is low budget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you had Haley Lou Richardson. You had yeah, uh, Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse from Riverdale. By, like, Justin Baldoni. Yeah. Yeah, you had some big names in there, and um, from what I've read, great reviews from Five Feet Apart. It's definitely an emotional film that will tug at the heartstrings yeah. so I need to see Five Feet Apart. I haven't seen it. I, yeah, me too. Um, so I have a quick question for you. Um, yeah. So when you as an actress are auditioning for roles how do you choose what you're going to audition for what you're not going to audition for or do you just sort of audition for whatever's available and just hope that whatever sticks Are you happens? picky about that, your projects? Yeah, yeah. How do you, what, what's question. your process like? Um, I don't feel like I'm in a place to be super choosy as far as, like, whether or not I love a character. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a good role, as in a role, in a solid TV show or movie, like, odds are I will audition. However, it's more so, like, um, anything that comes in contact, like, that comes up against, like, my values. Like, mm. um, anything that, like, doesn't align with, like, my values or politics or things like that, like... If I don't believe in it, then I don't feel comfortable representing it. Mm-hmm. So there's only been a handful of things that I've said no to because either they don't align with my beliefs or, you know, things like that. Like but nudity? It's, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, I I was put up to audition for, like, a Christian, like, abortion propaganda. Oh, movie. wow, yeah. Thanks for bringing up touchy stuff. But, like, I just didn't believe in I didn't I didn't want to do that. Um or, like, a movie that, like, handled domestic violence in, like, a not very, like, delicate way. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't like the way it was being handled, and it wasn't being, it wasn't, like, directed by a woman. I didn't feel comfortable, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well yeah. first and foremost, hats off to you, because now we're, we're all actors in the studio. And for you to, to make a stand like that, it takes a lot of guts and and we, we, hey, my hat's off to you because you know what I mean. You. I we know how it is to be struggling actors, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I'm I mean I'm like okay, well I have to play like a gay little person naked running through the woods. Fine, I need I need money, I need a paycheck. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> but um, hats off to you that to for making those stands. Yeah, it was really hard the first time. I was like shaking because I. I had booked very few things at that point with my agent, so I wanted to stay in good graces with him. Of but I, but I just really didn't feel good about it, so I like mm-hmm. drafted this like long email explaining myself, and he of course responded with like one sentence, being like, "Yeah, that's fine," you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> once the first time I got out of the way, then I sort of started building confidence in myself, and ultimately, one should never feel bad about you know speaking up for things like that. It's hard because you want the job, you want to work, but. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wasn't it such a relief when you got the next audition, though? It was like, oh, he's still, yes, he's still exactly. cool with like, me. Okay, good. I'm, still, I'm still good. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you actually have an episode of NCIS New Orleans coming out uh, soon, yeah? Oh, yeah. That'll be soon. That, yeah, that was a quick little 
a quick fun little role. Lana Bro, can we talk about Lana your character Bro. in that? Uh, we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, she's um, a a cop who um, works in an evidence locker, and she like kind of has this thing for um, another cop, and she sort of loves him as like a superhero amongst like geeks because she identifies as a geek. Um, and they have like this nice um, interaction, and that's all I can say without giving away what happens. All right, we'll have to tune in. <laughs> NCIS, um, New Orleans, which is doing really well as a series. I mean that. that I know that show is going to be around just maybe as long as the main NCIS show, which crazy, has been right? around for seventeen seasons. Which is crazy. Not, what was it? That's a Law and Order was like twenty crazy. years or something. Law and Order, I think, was mm. twenty. Law and Order, SVU, it's yeah. Crazy. Isn't that wild. Yeah. So maybe the uh, it's the New Orleans version will be just the same. That's yeah, a, that'd be crazy too. But uh, one thing that I read about in your bio is very interesting is a Netflix science fiction thriller. It's untitled oh, currently, yeah. but you're playing opposite Jordan uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett uh, as his yeah. love interest. Yeah, I it's another small role, but super fun. Um, I play Ashley, who is. Um, I don't know how. I actually don't know how much I can talk about this, but um, <laughs> I have a I have a interaction with Joseph Gordon Lovett's character, nice. and um, it's fun. It's really fun. Oh, okay. That movie's great. <laughs> I, I I I wish I knew more about the movie as far as like when it was coming out and stuff, but it is right, Netflix, and it's still untitled, so there's not really yeah. much. Uh, <laughs> right. So don't so don't it's feel been, bad. Like, on production for a while too. Don't feel bad for not divulging a lot because they haven't even come up with the title yet, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, right? I know, right? There's no way I can mess up too badly. Wow. <laughs> Cecile, this is amazing. You have some amazing credits already. That's, uh, right. Yeah. That's, and and it's just the beginning for just you. Just the beginning, it seems, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's weird. Like you, I moved to New Orleans from New York, and uh, it's like something about moving to New Orleans just like unleashed something i guess because mm. now i'm wow since i moved here i've been working right that is awesome because okay. new orleans is not your hometown you're miami you're a miami native right yes i or, am a miami native but you moved to sure. new york to attend the, the ex, uh, very exclusive uh nyu's <laughs> tisch school for the arts which is amazing yes i did yes so did you hit the new york um film tv market first or did you immediately decide to move to um yes not really so i i graduated and then i sort of stuck around and was doing um like a lot of local theater off-broadway stuff um, experimental stuff performance art um that's what i was familiar with because that's what i did in college and um i worked with like a lot of professors and peers from school and the film and tv stuff was like impossible for me to touch like i had no idea how to do it like how to access it i didn't even know how to get an agent um, NYU does all the training stuff for acting really, really right. amazingly, but then really badly on teaching you how to network yourself, which is half the battle. Yeah, that's so absolutely true. I, like, yeah, was like really drowning. I like didn't know how to. So I was just like, I'll just do my weird like experimental stuff and see what happens. And I was, it just wasn't enough. Like I needed more. Um, I yeah. So then I I was getting really tired, and New York was really hard, and I was really like broke, and I was like, I need to go somewhere else. So I looked at other places where there was like a booming scene, and mm-hmm. we wanted I wanted to head back south, so I landed on New Orleans. My little sister lives here; she works in film. Oh, so nice! It's sort of like yeah, it's, it's, she was yeah. like, "You need to come." There's so much work here, so, and it worked out. Oh, very nice. So, so let me ask you a question. So, when 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 going for the process, like when when 
getting the auditions or even getting to the auditions, how much do you feel like you being you attending NYU helps in that process? You know what I mean? Like like do yeah. you do you think that 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 that's something that that the casting directors look at or is it just like, oh, you know, helped you as far as your acting, of course, but yeah. as far as your resume, like, like, do you think that totally. gives you a push or anything, or how, how do you feel? I mean, this is a great question, and I think about this all the time because it's a huge part of me, but also, like, I'm always asking myself, like, was it worth it in the eyes of a casting director or in the eyes of a director or something? Um, I feel like half and half because when I... Hmm, got signed with my agent, I attended his uh, workshop in Atlanta. He's based in Atlanta. And um, I didn't have any professional quote-unquote film and TV credits on my resume. And the number one thing he said he looked for in new clients was experience on, on set because mm. he's, like, pretty exclusive and everybody wants to sign with him. And so he's, his number one thing is, I want to make sure that you can book, that you'll make me money. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, okay, well, I don't have that, so maybe the NYU thing will be enough for him to believe that I can actually do it. And it was. So that, first off, was, I mean, obviously he must have liked me in the workshop, but I think he also saw that I had legitimate training and that I knew what I was doing. Um, and then the other half of times, it's like, when I got Cloak & Dagger, I was sitting at the first table read with Joe, the showrunner, along with like some of the cast, and we were about to do some table work, and we were talking about it, and I, like, mentioned it to him, and he was like, I had no idea you went to NYU. And I was like, you wow. had my resume. You didn't see that? And he was like, oh, no, the only thing that I look for on resumes is to see if you were in any other Marvel thing, because then I'd have to not see you anymore because you wouldn't be allowed to be on the show. Whoa. And I was like, what? Wow. That's incredible. That's interesting. Well, you know, that's... <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Here I was. I thought that was helping me. That's you know that's that's odd because so again like I said I I'm I'm in Wonder Woman too as a principal role I'm I'm a character and everything, and mm-hmm. they've I've been consistently getting auditions from like DC shows like you know the, um so that's that's kind of odd that that's odd to me. Well, yeah, and then like sometimes so like this um this untitled sci-fi movie for Netflix that I worked on when I walked Ooh. into the room for my callback both of the directors were there. And they immediately were like, oh, you went to NYU? I went to NYU. And we started talking back and forth, and we actually, I actually went to college with one of the director's girlfriends. Oh, wow. Like, we, like, were in school at the same time. Like, I hung out with her when I was in Paris one summer. Like, really bizarre. Like, so that was, it's just weird. I I really think it's, like, a mixed bag, like, 50-50 luck. Like, it's as much of a chance as, like, somebody looking at your resume and, like, seeing a movie that you worked on that maybe they know someone that worked on it. I don't think it's like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't think they're looking for training necessarily. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and for your auditions being down there, are you finding that uh, you're having to go to Atlanta a lot or LA or self-taping or in person in, in New Orleans? Yeah, I would say for New Orleans, like eight times out of 10, I go in person just because if I can, why wouldn't I? Because all the casting directors are here. Yeah. Right. Um, and they, they prefer that anyway. Um, and then for Atlanta, all tapes. Like, I don't really have to go unless I'm called back for something. Then, I, then I sometimes have to go out. Yeah. Um, and then LA, it's usually self-tape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's kind of 
mostly self-tape these days, though, because even yeah. for New Orleans stuff, if I couldn't make the audition, they would accept tape. What what type of role are you hoping for? Like like, um, what is what is something that you in your head that you're just like, oh my gosh, I hope I get a role like this. Oh, like a dream role or like a realistic role that I could get. <laughs> Give me both. Give me both. <laughs> Dreams can be reality nowadays. I, it is true, but I don't know. I mean, it's like dream roles would be like what actress wouldn't want to play like a a dramatic, needy role like Brie Larson in Room. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah, right. Yes. You know, like, who doesn't want to roll like that? <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, but, like, you know, how many people get to play that role? Brie Larson and Brie Larson only, pretty much, you know? And, um, and your leading man is, like, your your love interest is, like, Thor. Oh, Chris Hemsworth? Chris your, Hemsworth is and your love. Yeah, and your lover's, like, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh, that's Green. less interesting to me. But I get it. <laughs> oh, that's not as interesting to us. Oh, I mean, who who I'm, I mean, like who I'm acting with for sure. But like, the romantic aspect or the like sexual attraction aspect is like maybe less interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in like what they're talking about. You know what I mean? There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I I mean I'm not gonna lie. Like like I would be I happy just, like doing a scene with a bunch of cats because I'm a cat person. So that would excite <laughs> me. What was that? I missed that. I said I, said I would be excited doing a scene with a bunch of cats because I'm a, I'm a cat person, so I would like a bunch probably... of cats. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I. sang for a band called Sugar. That's pretty cool. What, yes. kind, of, what kind of music was Sugar? Um, I would say just, that question always stresses me out because <laughs> like all of us wrote music and everybody has like a different style. I would say like generally speaking like contemporary alternative rock, but awesome. Like, everybody had a different perspective. Like our, one of our guitarists is really into jazz, so all her stuff is really jazzy and you know. That you know, someone else is really into like punk and ska, so it was kind of all over the place. But I would say rock. In there, where where you know, can we find more of this music of Sugar? I don't think you can find it anywhere, and I hope you can. <laughs> 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 that is awesome. So, so how cool would it be for you to get a role where where you could use your your, your vocals? Would you like that? Or? Uh, it would be cool. It would be cool. I, it just 
the idea of that kind of stresses me out as far as like musical theater. It it would be cool if it was like just contemporary singing and it wasn't like I don't know. I guess like I a Star is Born, like Lady Gaga's role in that. Yeah, maybe I guess yeah, I guess maybe like that. I'm just not I'm not like an incredible singer. I'm just like I don't know. I have Listen, a whole thing with at, singing, at, a whole a whole other complex there, so at the end of the it day, would be fun. it would be fun. How about I just say it would be fun? Nice, <laughs> nice. Listen, at the end of the day, you are so multi-talented. So please, you know, understand that that there is only one you. And and again, mm-hmm. you're at the tip, the very tip of 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 what's going to be so. You're and we're so we're nice. definitely you behind you and, and looking forward yes. to where it goes. Cecilia, you're amazing. Thanks so much for talking to us. For ramble that was awesome no. of course check <laughs> out great. we loved it cloak and dagger um more episodes coming out right on freeform yeah. and of course um your upcoming episode of ncis new orleans oh yeah that's true. awesome cecilia if you could before we let you go uh if you could uh kind of promo for us let us know who you are you can throw out your character from cloak and dagger whatever other projects five feet apart anything else and let us know you're on below the belt show Hey, everybody. I'm Cecilia Leal. Uh, you can catch me on Cloak and Dagger as Michaela or in Five Feet Apart as Camila. And I am on Below the Belt. Muy bien. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Are you on social media? What's that? Are you on social media? Yes. I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram. My um, Instagram handle is uh, Ceci, C-E-C-I underscore Leal. Four seven eight, and my Twitter is the same thing, but without the underscore. Nice and complicated for everybody. Nice. <laughs> awesome, Cecilia. Muchas gracias. Very. Igualmente. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Buenas noches. Ciao. Good night.